Hello, my name is Jackson McFadden, and I would like to welcome you back to Coach Camp. On today's episode, myself and Phil Tolbert discuss the topic of why camp is important. So buckle up, get set, and welcome to Coach Camp. You think I write papers before they're due? Boy. All right, all right. Well, hey, welcome back. I like how you do that, even though there's going to be like an intro section. Oh, I don't get to be a part of the intro now. I mean, you can be a part of the intro if you if you want to do the intro. You can do the intro. I I really really enjoyed uh, listening to to your intro for the program last time, but it's it's official. That's just crazy to think that things came to fruition and and you know we put it out there and people are somewhat listening to it. And it's not just our staff, but. We got people moment. in Belgium now listening yeah, to it. We've made we've made it international. Shout out to our German and Belgium followers. Sorry, uh, Guten Tag. I don't even, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting like really <laughs> Donkashe, Donkashe. That's at least thank you in German. I don't know. I thought it was Donka Schern. Oh shoot, is it? Or, or is it just Donka? Probably just Donka. We're about to lose our German followers. <laughs> We're like, never mind. Never mind. We can't. We can't deal with this. But anyway, um, so yeah, last week we we really discussed this idea of like what Coach Camp was going to be and the idea of it and what we were hoping to get it and you know that whole fifty one weeks. Well, and talking about things for this week, it's just this idea of the you know ACA American Camping Association has a slogan that they use all the time called the power of camp. And I just really would love us to just deep dive into. What does camp mean, and why should we even go to camp? So, yeah, I, again, Phil over here, I'm a program director at camp, so I've worked out at camp. I've worked various different jobs at camp. Um, I grew up going to camp, and I just loved it. I think I loved it because I was like, oh, I get to see these people that I don't ever get to see, and now we're seeing. I went to this small little Bible camp, that we rented out from a different camp. And my grandfather was the somehow de facto director. My mom was the camp nurse. So I was like pretty like involved with it, but to the extent of just loving to get to see like these people. And, you know, you hear where I was at, of course, religious camp, you hear these things about God, but it wasn't really until like I started working at camp when I was 17, which was a different one um, back in Michigan and really understanding like what camp truly meant for like these campers that came on every week. And they're like, I been going here for like decades and well probably decade because it's like 10 or 11 years and they just grew up going to that camp and just loving it and serving at it and i i truly bought in and so i bought in never like going to get attending that camp five years i worked there and yeah it just changed me and i didn't even realize it i think until like now because that was over a decade ago and just like the amount of things that i was able to learn practical things how to talk to people how to conflict resolute i learned how to change a tire my first you know yeah. kind of thing at camp. I learned that washing dishes can be a chore but it also is really fun. What? You guys you wash your dishes? Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that was my first job at camp was a dishwasher. All I did for hours upon hours was wash people's dishes. Jeez. It's like your job never you were what was the uh was it the Roman or the Greek guy who like pushes the boulder up the hill? Oh, and it never makes it to the top and like falls back down. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like you, that. You almost get done with dishes and you're like, okay, here's the lunches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, here's this other batch of things now that you can clean. It's like, great. Yeah, but even doing that, just those simple things to be like, man, and just to think at, I worked at this camp where they had a slogan called like, I love my job, 
type thing. Yeah. And it's like just having that mantra of being like, man, I love my job. I love being out at camp. I love seeing these kids come out for this week, explore who they can be and who they are and just really understand it even so much better. Yeah. It's like finding how in camp there's even these like little things that we're able to learn and do. I don't, I don't know. Did you touch on like today what we're going to kind of focus on? I kind of mentioned that idea of like yeah. the power of camp and kind of like why, why go to camp. But if you have anything else to say, man, I'm all ears. Oh yeah. No, I didn't know if it was just like plainly put like, okay, we're going to talk about it, but yeah. Yeah. Here, we might cut that out. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Leave that in. I'm always told when you're podcasting that even when you flub up, you should still say, say something like that. Cause that's just really funny to be like, oh no, no, no. Leave that in. Leave that in. <laughs> producer jackson yeah i wear many hats but a hat that i'm very excited to put on this summer once again is cabin leading and you know last summer just had a lot of those like like you said those like little things and those impacts of like buying in because growing up i never went to bible camp Mm -hmm. i think i think it was my sixth grade year of of middle school where i went with my youth group to like a weekend camp for like a day and that was really fun mm-hmm. but i guess coming coming here to lake beauty last summer i never really got like the full picture of like what is what is summer camp and just seeing where it like gave like i said last episode um, just gives the kids a place to be kids and that is becoming increasingly hard to find yeah because like anywhere you go there's distractions there's like little things whether it's a little box you carry in your pocket that can take you anywhere i just think it's so impactful to be able to unplug and just like focus on camp focus on the people around you out here at a bible camp yeah like we have we want to put jesus and god like in the spotlight to where they are there well we want to make christ accessible you know right and i think that's huge but i think for a lot of the younger ages too it's like they come here they come to camp to have fun to enjoy themselves and like just kind of like to escape, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a that's always a good thing to have. You know, yeah. you even touched on like these idea of like this practical skills that we can learn and just of course we're we're so tethered to phones and kids and parents hear that all the time that we can just be and it's it's true, I think. And yeah. it's like, well, how what can we do? And it's summer camp in general can just be a place and an avenue for you to just untether and just kind of get away and just like discover oh what this is what interpersonal communication is like and yeah i i can talk to other people face to face and and have a conversation and share and i mean one thing i know that we do here that probably other camps do is we call them one-on-ones other people call probably other things but you know they're like spiritual assessments where intentional camper connections yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we do we do it in summer staff even where we call yeah. it ISC. So in, uh, intentional, intentional staff connections. Staff connections. We can we can <laughs> we can talk about those on another episode. <laughs> yeah, the purpose of those and, and why do them? But staff speed dating. <laughs> but yeah, I think this idea of like just hey, let's just take this time, this moment to to have a conversation. Um, I, I love the fact and the idea, and I, I camp is camp, and it's great, and you steal things from other places and whether that's ethical speaking or not, but it's like, okay, there's this one place I worked at and they have this mantra of this idea of like, okay, one camper, one canoe, one conversation. And it's like, hey, you and me, let's go do this activity together. It's going to keep our mind off of just like being intentional in our thought and let's just yeah. enjoy just the like moment. Just like listening. Because in, well, in today's society, just if you take a camper coming, let's say like seventh, eighth grade, any 
in school in general, how often are they just listened to mm. outside like their parents? Because, well, that's just a desire out of anyone is to just be heard and to mm. be listened. And when you have that intentional saying, like you said, like one camper, one canoe, one counselor, just being able to, like, this is a time for you to talk and I'm going to listen. I'm going to be invested in what you're saying and why it's important to you. I feel like that's something that today kids are just trying to find. You, They live in a culture where you have like so, so much out of like social media and TikTok. It's like you get validated off of like, oh, how many people are listening? How, much, how many people care about what I have to say? But it's like that's so hollow in so many things because it's just like this little thing online. Yeah. Like actually having a human being that is listening to you, mm. not because... Not because they have to, or because you're really funny, just but just because they wanna they wanna listen to you. Right, right. I mean, you know, we can be vulnerable enough to say like, yeah, we were even before this thing began. We kind of were looking at stats and just being like, oh man, are, are we are we getting the word out there? And we are we being listened to in a way yeah. and having a conversation with with others and just hearing feedback. And it's really great to hear that, and not really great to hear your voice sometimes yeah. to listen, but. Yeah, slightly it, cringing while yeah. editing the audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's it's that point of you're right. Just kids are in school, or kids are on sports teams, or this they're super active, which is great that they should be. And camp allows that too. Of just like this, hey camper, you can be doing this and this, and we can keep you engaged and active. But to be able to take that step back and be like, hey, but we're also giving you this space and providing you this time and opportunity to just talk. And somebody's going to be here to listen to you. And we're going to just help you along the way. Yeah. And that's not like spiritual in that. I no. mean, there's nothing. It, you know, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't. No, no, no. Again, I, I've worked at recreational camps. I've worked at Christian camps. I've seen them both work exceptionally well, which is kind of to each their own. You know, the way, that, again, we come from the realm, from our viewpoint, where, we're, yeah, we're having those spiritual assessments when we're having those conversations because we want to help kids walk along. But, you know, People struggle with a lot of things these days. You know, yeah. we're just getting over, getting through a, a pandemic, and those are some hard times. And I'm not saying that I stay up at night because I sleep pretty good, but it's a lot of things that like get cluttered in my brain to be like, man, what are these things? Like, I think of the staff, even that. You know, it's just it's a trickle down effect. Where do where do our staff get the point and the opportunity to to be invested in? Yeah, yeah, you know. And so it's just like we train them for that, and then they are training these campers. Who hopefully are going out and doing it with their friends then and they can have they can be hanging out and going to i don't know we have so many dairy queens around the state of minnesota so i'll say that they go to dairy queen and they can just be like you know what we don't have to just be searching for the next coolest trend on our phone but we can actually talk about what's bothering the two of us and yeah. figuring that out yeah i think that's definitely something we want to like dive into yeah. on another episode too it's like the idea of summer staff and how to prepare for that yeah, 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 yeah. We have so many great ideas, guys. Sorry if you're going to get uh, <laughs> bored about it. But yeah, this idea, this, this idea of, of camp, again, uh, uh, you know, talking about one thing of this idea, this place, this, for us at Lake Beauty, we're a place set apart. And most camps are that, you know, you don't see too many camps that are like in the midst of the metro. Though I did work at a camp where we did day camps and we were inside like Dallas and yeah. Plano and all that kind of stuff and right across the street from like a huge highway and so sometimes you do camp where you you do camp in those areas but like for us for a place that's set apart and it's just that that nature aspect of yeah we're lucky enough to be on a lake uh, some camps are lucky enough to be in the mountains Jeez. 
Some are, you know, lucky enough to be on the ocean type thing. And just like all these great. Yeah. I mean, you even have like inner city camps now yeah. popping up more and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, there are places set apart. Um, but I was going to say, yeah. And even in the inner city, you can find these ideas and these aspects where you can have this natural setting where where you get the opportunity to kind of just get away, get away from the, the realities of not just like living this like place of like a, a nonsense yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but but you live in this idea in this place of of just being like, okay, I'm I'm free from all of these other distractions, and I'm here yeah. and I'm present. What am I going to do with myself? Yeah, and like you said, like that's exactly what a lot of times camp has to offer. I mean, just from our bubble here at camp where we're in a uh, Christian camp, it's like that's definitely something. I find it comforting knowing that, yes, we we enjoy Lake Beauty here, but there are a bunch of other camps that have the same exact purpose, knowing like like near us, like, don't know if we want to shout them out, but like, we have a camp called Camp Lebanon, and I think a lot of times we're like, oh, there's a rivalry there, and I think just talking with you and others, it's like, there's a little bit of a rivalry, like right. friendly, but it's also like, they serve in the same mission that we have. Right, right. Well, even like a lot of these other other places, I, I talked to a lot of parents and uh, I talked to a lot of pastors too, and just going around and just figuring out. And some people are like, "Well, I want to go. Oh, you know, we we love Lake Beauty, but we we want to go elsewhere." And I'm like, "Great, I'm all about people just going and experiencing camp and getting what they can get out of it, and and just enjoying the time that they get. And sometimes we need that. Sometimes, we, you know, I was at this other camp five years, and that's. It's a long time to like work there. Yeah. And I got sat down at my like final evaluation with my director who was like, I think your time here is done. And yeah. that's like hard to swallow to be like, really? No, I love this place. I serve so well. And it like really helped me out. And this idea, again, and probably another idea for a podcast of like how to end your time at camp well. Yeah. <laughs> like when to know like this, like when that chapter is closing. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. You don't want to be like, you know, those NFL quarterbacks who keep on going until their arms about to fall off because they just want that final and they're waiting for their wide receiver to come back to green bay or <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't know about that but don't even get me started on aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we are not that kind of podcast no we're not there we may have coach in our name but <laughs> yeah yeah we're, we're not coaching for or for sports no. yeah for sports yeah. No, I think um, I think this would be a good place. Uh, I know this past January or February, you went to a camping conference, correct? 3CA. Yeah, yeah. So I said yeah. ACA, and the other one is 3CA, which is a collaboration of like Christian camps. Yeah. yeah um, about two weeks ago, I got the opportunity to go to northern Minnesota up near the Boundary Waters and, um, just as a service project with my discipleship school. Um, I got a little flat because I didn't mention it, but um, with Solid Rock Discipleship School out mm, here yes. at, at Lake Beauty, there you go, Grant. And I even just shouted him out. Wow. Yeah, wow. I know. That's like our no, Noah Mercy was our first. Noah per, was our first. Yeah. He was our first shout out, but Grant can be our second. There you go. But while we were there, we were talking. I was talking with the program director up there, Annie, and um, we were chatting, and I shared the idea for this podcast, and she's like, "Hey, I have this book called Sacred Playgrounds by." Jacob Sorensen and it was she talked about how it was something brought up at this conference that she thought was uh, really powerful and really helpful 
And it's really, and she actually let me borrow it. So for all of our audio listeners out there, which are currently all of you, love you to death. I'm holding the book in front of me because I have it. But it's a book looking at practically, like, looking at and approaching camp, not just as like, oh, yeah, I had a good experience there, but, like, looking at the empirical data Mm -hmm. and, like, information that we can get. And in the first chapter, it talks about how the person doing the research, she had about data from, like, 7,000 different summer camps, 4,000 camper participants, and about 1,000 summer staff members. Like, all of this assimilated data from there Mm -hmm. or... Mm -hmm compiled yeah sure and from that just talking with parents and campers uh here's a little bit of a quote fun is one thing but impact is something different and the easiest way to go to get at an impact is to ask the parents this is of the campers of course in the weeks following camp more than 90 percent of camper parents we surveyed agreed that camp clearly impacted their child This is an incredible number and shows the far-reaching benefits of camp experiences, even when impacts are subtle. The impacts identified range from simple things like the child being nicer to family members or having a more positive outlook on life, to dramatic increases in faith commitment or what some describe as transformation. And it goes on to say that about 5% of participants have that like earth-shattering like faith or like just transformation experience. Mm -hmm. To which I think, I think so much as like camping in general, we can give so much leeway, not leeway, but emphasis on like the people that have like those like big, like earth shattering, shattering experiences at camp that we can miss out on like the other 95 Mm -hmm. that like, yeah, like they didn't like have like huge life decision impacting things happen, but like they had experiences that helped them to become who they are in little ways and big ways. Yeah, those should still be celebrated. They're maybe harder to find. Yeah. Or harder to notice, but yeah, yeah. they should still be uh, recognized. Yeah, but like when you go to the parents, like they're like, we notice. And like, who better to like see difference than like the guardians of those children who are mm-hmm. like with them almost their entire lives or in that season, just being able to see that. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool to read that and like see that there's data supporting like, hey, like summer camp is doing something. Right, it's not just us being like, we love camp, but yeah, there's actual like... Because yeah. you get people who have been invested in summer camp for like decades and like decades upon decades, and it's like, well, yeah, camp is great, but what makes it great? Right, right. But yeah, I think, yeah, we, you and I would probably both agree, and what draws us back to camp as well as some other people is just this, again, life-changing moments. Yeah. And whether that's data-driven or not, like you, we can... It's apparent and we can see it. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a really great thing. And I think it, it reminds me of like this idea of like everyone kind of work working at camp and having like this idea and this thought and even like a philosophy of like, well, what is the philosophy of camp and like why do camp? <clears throat> and one that I've like really just kind of stemmed together from like the last, again, years that I've worked at camp has just been like, I call it like this three prong thing that I share with all of our summer staff just to be like, Hey, are you down with this? And can you, can you do this? And it's like this idea of like this, a sense of safety, you know, you, yeah, to be, to have a camp, you need to, be, <laughs> you need to be, you know, this idea of like, Hey, I, I'm getting someone's most prized possession as a, as a father myself. Like I, yeah. at first I didn't really like understand that really well. Yeah. But, you want to dive into that a little bit? Cause I remember there something last summer you like talked about that whole, like we're getting, people's like prized possessions that really impact me if you want to speak to that a little bit well yeah yeah yeah. that's the idea of like we 
again, as a, as a father, you know, as a parent now to be like, man, I am, I'm giving somebody else like this, the ability to speak into yeah. my child and taking care of my child. And it's super trusting and on a parent. And it's my whole thing talking to parents to be like, Hey, camp camp's there for you, but it's there for, for your kid. But it's in a, if you're ready and they're ready. And most of the time, like kids are ready. Cause they're like, we want to go to camp. Oh, crazy we see the we see all the the giant ropes course and we, we see, see the, the orbit yeah we see the lake oh, we, we see the swimming. blob uh not at lake beauty do we have a blob but other places maybe they have those are great uh, we see horses if you have those like us and they just see all these things and oh wow we get to sing and chat wow wow we get to do all this stuff we get to eat all this food yeah. love the mac and cheese yeah it's but but the parents easy. are seeing something totally different oh, at man, the same the, time too. Yeah, yeah yeah they're they're seeing like okay like how how is my kid being protected in, in that environment? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are some of the standards? Like, what is your hiring yeah. process? And like, how are you vetting these people? And, you know, for some, I mean, you, you, you can come out of that, you know, that, that thought of like from somebody your age, like that's pretty daunting maybe even yeah. for you to be like me, for me to go like, you're getting somebody's most prized possession. Go. Yeah. That was, that was something that was huge for me last summer was at the beginning of summer, it's like, yeah, I get to be a camp counselor. This is going to be really fun. I'm going to, or cabin leader, as we say out here at Lake Beauty. Um, same thing. Uh, but it's like starting off like, yeah, this is going to be really fun. And then like hearing like, hey, like you are, at the time I was 18, it's like, you're 18 years old, but you're going to get someone's most prized possession and joy for a week. And it was like, whoa. I mean, Last episode, we touched on it a little bit, but like the Greek word oikos used yeah. in like the New Testament, like it refers to like a household. Yeah. Or you can see it as like this circle too, how everyone has their, if we draw a circle in the very center, there's that person. Mm-hmm. And then you have a smaller circle outside them. And like that's their, that's their inner circle to use that phrase. And it's like in that circle, we have people that impact us the most. They're able to speak into our lives with with meaning and emphasis that we allow to make that change. And it's that sense of, like you said, parents are giving their child, allowing us to have them for a week and like also allowing us to speak into that in such a, a vulnerable and special place to be. Yeah. Cause it's like, how many people, how many people do I even let speak into my life like that? Cause there's not a right. whole lot. And I don't think anyone should have a huge inner circle. Right, I think right. it should be limited, but I think we should, that shouldn't impact, like shouldn't take away from how we fellowship with other people in general. So Right, right, right. And you even touched on this idea of, yeah, it's it's daunting for someone. Yeah, it's daunting for me. Yeah. You know, you, we're giving you as a, as a cabin leader or as a staff, at least out here, we're giving you like 12 to, yeah, about 10 to 12 kids yeah. and be like, okay, you're now like, the really good friend, but like the, the adult, you're the one that's walking through and, you know, we'll give you this buddy to kind of come alongside of you. So it's not you just by yourself. And it's Um, like, okay, we're thinking of that and being like, okay, you get this like little, little group. How am I feeding into it? This parent is giving me, how do I keep them safe? You know, how do I be a friend, but also like in a sense, like a pseudo parental figure at the same time. And that, right. That's a huge thing to figure out as a cabin leader and summer staff in general. Yeah. It's cause like you want them to have fun. But like you said, safety. No one's going to send their kid to camp if camp cannot be safe. Right, right. And I mean, that's why we go through like extensive, like most camps, of course, going through like a couple weeks of training. Yeah. We want to train you on how to be safe. And, you know, sometimes they're boring to be like, oh, we got to sit through these SOP meetings. But 
if you know that like hey maybe i should not let my camper climb on a roof that's just saying yeah. if, if some camps want to do that that's their prerogative Go for one it. big thing that we do yeah we don't really do that here so <laughs> and we have camp legends that say against that yeah yeah that's we, true we now have mitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so it's just like kind of you know making it and i can't think that segues into that second one because we want to be safe but of course we're camp and we've talked about it now the last couple episodes or even really heightened it here we're camp and camp has just been this idea of fun for people yeah and how do we we create fun here you know we have themes and we do decor and we have these activities most camps do something of that sort because yeah. they're just like hey how do we give kids life skills but at the same time having fun and, and enjoying themselves because you want you want kids coming in looking for fun You'd... right right or but, but me... fun is also different because i always talk about like fun for me can be totally different than fun for you yeah. whereas you could be like yeah i love the i want to blob and i want to do all this and i could be like yeah i just want a place where i can sit and like read yeah some some campers some campers come to camp and they're like, we want to get, we want to get our swim test out of the way so I can swim up to the over it and jump on the trampoline and have all that fun. And then I have campers who are like, I just want to go sit by the Gaga pit and watch people play Gaga ball. Right. It's this wide variety of life paths that just intersect mm. at camp. It's yeah. so unique. And yeah, that's kind of like day one might be like that. But then by like day two or day three, those two they're yeah. having fun in their own simple ways are somehow now like, yeah, they've like converged and come together. And you're like, wait a second. Cause they found this commonality of like, Oh, we love stuffing our faces with rainbow bacon and we just can't get enough of that. And we had this a lot, so much fun on the pontoon that we, we were able to bond. And it's like, it's like you get to a point where it's like, since when was Timmy getting so hyped for, for night games or like, since when was Jimmy like actually invent like, that's just one of the crazy things in camp is I think I kind of wrote off the fun aspect of camp at first last mm -hmm. summer because I was like, oh, yeah, it'll be fun. But like the real change is like when we are able to like show people Christ and like mm. kind of put that in their camp, that'll be the real change. But like my first week of camping, I, I just had a camper who very much was opposed to the idea of camp. He's like, yeah, I'm here only because my parents are want me to hear. And like, right. That was on like he was just very much turned off to camp. Mm -hmm. And then a couple night games later, he's like. Yeah, this is so much fun. Like, I remember him coming up to me after, like, a five-star general was just kind of, like, capture the flag almost. Yeah. Kind of, like, to relate it to that. And he's like, Jackson, did you see what I did? Did you watch me? And I was like, whoa. It was just changed so much. And that in of itself impacted me, too, because, like, he was treating me, like, like the way he spoke to me was, like, like, it almost had, like, hints of, like, Dad, did you see what I did? And, like, yeah. it hit me because it's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. You get to be that, that figure for them that they just want to... Again, that one camper, one, yeah. you know, input, not a canoe, but that it was a night game there. And then the conversation that can be had afterwards and it's that bonding effort of like, did you see what I did? I did this and it was great. And I loved it because there was a buy-in factor. Yeah. You, you had the buy-in as like the, the camp staff of like, how can we bring the fun? Because we always talk about that and we talk about bringing the fun. And then for a lot of kids, it's like their only week of camp. Because I know you and I both, we, we've gone through summers of camp where you get through like the the third or fourth week and you're like, man, I am so, yeah. I'm so tired of eating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Studies always show in psychology that when people are having fun, they're way more open and receptive to being open, which I think for us and where we where we sit with camp, we get that third facet, which is just that idea that you brought up like that, bringing 
Jesus. Yeah. And it's not always what we do, but it's, you know, what we say, what we do, our actions, that sort of thing, which doesn't always come naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Whether, whether inside chapel or outside chapel, like we want to be, we want to be incarnational in some way, like Mm. representing Jesus in a way. I mean, if we read the new Testament, you can see how like, not to go too far into stuff here theologically wise, but it's like before Jesus, people went to the temple to find, to experience God's presence. But like since ever since Jesus, like as Christians, as representatives of him, we are, we are the temple for his dwelling place in a sort of way. Yeah. And I feel like that just, that just speaks to how we see our interactions with campers and how much that plays into the impact we're able to have. Right, right. And I mean, that's our like third fast. And then there's yeah. some other camps that, again, once if they're like recreational, maybe their third one is, you know, teaching life skills. Yeah. So they're they're doing different let's things. Let's go chop down a tree. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's learn how to start a fire. And it's not like that can't be like one of ours because yeah. that can be safe and how we do it. We can make that fun. And, and for us, we can we can bring it all wrapping around this who Jesus, Jesus is. was a carpenter. Ah, yes, the, he was. This is woodworking. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just doing, you know, doing things together, teamwork, that sort of thing. Yeah. But for us, like, that's just a really big philosophy of just this idea of why we do camp and, and how we can do it well. Yeah. I think. So, great. Well, hey, I hope this gets people excited. We're so close to camp. I know, like, some, some camps are actually even kicking off here in, like, a week or two. Really? Yeah, those southern camps, of course, they have to because it just gets way too hot. In yeah. So one that I one that I, I worked at and I met my wife at, they start like next week. They start their staff training. Wow. I know it's wild. So props to them. Props to everybody else. But hope you guys are getting uh, excited for camp and for your season. And you guys are getting uh, your insight and yeah, learn how to be you know, ready for it all. And there it is. Thank you for joining Phil and I for another episode of Coach Camp. We hope you enjoyed it and maybe you learned a little bit something to help you understand camp better. Have a great day and shalom. Shalom.